0: My name is Dave Canyon. I'm your one and only solo podcast host. Are you ready to dumb it down? Is that something you'd like to do? All right. I will try to do that for you. Your job is not to dumb it down. My job is to dumb it down. Your job is to hear the dumbness and make out of it what you will. But I will try to dumb it down so you understand everything. Uh, not that you need it to be dumbed down But I need it to be dumbed down So I understand it while I'm saying it This is a non-scripted show folks It's, a, it's based a lot on your, As you heard at the top of the show with Alex Exum From alexexum.com Doing the intro um, And live talk he does on Tuesdays At 10 o'clock Eastern um, uh, Here on Spreaker by the way uh, Pragmatism Truth, happiness And the search for it all You can throw in a lot of other things in there like mindfulness and integrity and comedy and a whole bunch of other stuff, you know. But uh, I just, you know, keeping it simple because it seems to roll off the tongue pretty good. Pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Uh, Pragmatism, sometimes it's funny. uh, For the first time as I'm hearing Alex say it at the top of the show, almost sounded like it was mystical, like there's some sort of magic to it. There is no magic to pragmatism. There is no real um, rules to pragmatism. Pragmatism. The only reason why I mention it uh, during the show and, uh, you know, I've made it a part of my life is because I had a therapist, uh, geez, I don't know, how many years ago, 10 years ago, Carolyn, my therapist Carolyn, um, said to me, you know, a lot of the reasons, well, I'm sort of um, fabricating, not fabricating, but, you know, it's not exactly what she said. She said one of the reasons... Uh, that you get so upset. One of the reasons I have a problem in life, I have issues and all that, is because I'm a pragmatic. And that had never been said to me before. I no, nobody's ever said. You know, you you ever you know realized that you're a pragmatic? No, I no. I mean, it would come up and you know, oh, that's you know, it would come up in a sentence like you know, practical, pragmatic, and things like that. But no, nobody ever said to me that. So as soon as she said that. Uh, I got very uh, happy about that. I got comfortable with it. Like, whoa, wait a minute. You mean, so, I'm not necessarily Jewish. You know, legally I am. Uh, I'm not necessarily, you know, an American. I mean, I live in this country and I was, I did serve in the military. But, you know, uh, I'm not necessarily a lot of things. And and now to add to that, (laughs) I'm not necessarily a pragmatic. In other words, she said I am, but I really didn't even know a lot about it i didn't know really what the rules were and the criteria and who is the leading pragmatic in the world turns out there is no leading pragmatic there are people out there you know that might refer to themselves as minimalists there is a minimalist uh podcast these two guys wrote a book they seem to be doing very well with their whole minimalist theme um there are a lot of people out there that um you know, is Dr. Phil a pragmatic? I have no idea. But uh, it's not like Zen or, you know, you know, Buddha and certain religions. It's not like, oh, there's a guy you go to. That's the guy. He teaches you all about pragmatism, um, how to be pragmatic. Uh, so I've sort of decided to take that on, you know, to be the go-to guy for pragmatism. Uh, I'm not doing a very good job of it. But, but uh, you know, pragmatism is very subjective, my pragmatism is different from your pragmatism. So, I'm not going to dwell on it. I've done other episodes where I've talked about it. But uh, I just wanted to, you know, this show is a non-scripted. It goes wherever it wants to go. It is the fastest podcast on earth. We haven't made it to the throughway yet. I just left the job. It's now July 26th. It is uh, 8.40 in the morning. Uh, I think I'm the last of the drivers to go home from the night shift. I usually am. But... Um, so uh, I want to do this podcast because I haven't done a podcast in, in a while. For those of you who are listening in the year 2032 or the year 2022 or 2028, 20, uh, uh, you, you don't know that I haven't done a podcast in a couple of days because it's the next one. You were listening to 138, maybe, and now you're listening to 139. So you, you're like, what is he talking about? I just heard the other one uh, 10 seconds ago. I just finished it. All right, well, anyway. But that's what we do with these podcasters, we're dummies we, you know, we say dumb things, and one of the things we say Oh, I'm, I'm really sorry man, I haven't been around in a while and First of all, nobody cares that you haven't been around And Second of all, you know You're assuming that people uh, are, are listening on every word every week I don't assume that anymore I know that not to be the truth for the most part I have a few dedicated listeners And I appreciate you all and thank you very much So anyway, um, I hope I was getting to something I don't think I was But so pragmatism, so there you go. So I'm trying to hone in on that. I'm trying to, you know, not come up with rules and regulations, of course, but just kind of, like, get a basic sense of what pragmatism is to me and how can I share that with you. You know, that's uh, sort of something I decided to take on for Dumbing It Down with Dave because I do need to have something that's consistent. I don't really have much that's consistent in 138 and now 139 shows. But pragmatism how and dumbing it down so we understand certain things that seem to be complicated or explain a certain human behavior. A lot of times I'll be talking about something and I'll say something like, "Oh, it's not a trucking show. Oh, it's not a it's not a cooking show. It's not it's not it's not any show in particular." Yeah, but Dave, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to say it's a show about nothing. Every podcaster says they have a show about nothing. You know, everybody wants to be, you know, Seinfeld and all that. No, no, no. This is a show about something It's about pragmatism It's about dumbing it down It's about digging deep into something Because that's what I do I obsess on something I'll dig deep into it And I'll try to see both sides of it That's another thing that the show is This is not a lefty show It's not a righty show It's not a, a pro-patriotic show It's not an anti-American show It's not a, it's not a global show it's, 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 it's not a religious show it's a show where we talk about things as pragmatically as we can. I might, not, I might not even be using the word in the right way. The right way. I might not be. And that's fine. Because that's my pragmatism. If you don't know how I'm using the word, it's up to you to write me, tweet me, at dumbwithdave, D-U-M-B. You can email me at dumbingitdownwithdave at yahoo.com. You could write something in the Spreaker comment section here, the, what they call the Spreaker box, and you could write something there. That's up to you. I can't sit here and explain every little detail. Nine times out of ten, I don't even know how to explain it. I'm saying it. I know I feel it. I know I can visualize it for the most part, but I can't sit here and explain every little thing. So if you don't ask me to explain it after the shows, you know, after you've heard it, then that's on you. And you're going to live with that. Or, or don't. Whatever. But uh, there's a lot of things I say and do that don't make sense to people. So it's up to you to engage me in a conversation. And um, I try to explain it. And uh, I haven't said hi to the people at Mile High Radio in a long time. I just realized. Mile High. H-I-Radio.com. Mile High. H-I-Radio. It's hi com. And uh, Lynn Brunette and, uh, and Bobby. Bobby G. Uh, holding down the fort. Uh, Thank you guys for listening I uh, re-air two of my shows I do an hour, uh, two half hour shows I try to make all my shows a half an hour uh, More specifically because of Mile High Radio And uh, it's every Monday at 11 o'clock But you, you you can access All my shows on Spreaker All my shows are on Podbean All my shows are on Stitcher now All my shows are on Apple Podcasts I'm on almost every podcast platform There is And also on YouTube by the way You can listen to, did you know that? Spotify also, uh, iHeartRadio, and you can go to YouTube. There's nothing to see, but if you're at your computer and you you happen to be on YouTube, just put in Dumbing It Down with Dave, and there I am. So uh, I think almost every episode, maybe one isn't for some reason, because I switched something off one week and I I was experimenting, and anyway, it didn't work well. But anyway, so I didn't really want to talk about pragmatism this morning. I got something much more important to talk about, and... It has to do with my whereabouts the last uh, week or so. Uh, I went on a vacation. But before we do that, I have to do this. Time for a drink break. Yes, I think it is. It is time for a drink break because it's 10 minutes into the show. Time for a drink break. And uh, David and Zira, David and Zira both saying to me that it's time for a drink break. So I'm going to shake up my unsweetened green tea here. Pure Leaf. Unsweetened. I gotta tell you something. This is horrible. This this does not taste good. But I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna do it right now. Time for a drink break. I watched my wife drink this now for the longest time. And I tasted it from time to time. It is absolutely what it's advertised. It's called unsweetened green tea, pure leaf, real brewed tea. Never from powder. Ugh, it's horrible. I'm getting used to it. She told me it took a while to get used to it, too. You might say, but Dave, if it's horrible, why are you drinking it? Well, because my personal trainer, whatever, my trainer at Planet Fitness says, make sure you drink one of these every day. It'll flatten your belly. I'm like, really? Green tea? Unsweetened green tea? So, whatever. I'm getting used to it. It's definitely much easier to digest, much easier to drink with food like unsalted nuts or something like that. Anyway, so there you go. I just took a drink break. I wanted to get that out of the way. Thank you, Linda. I'm sorry. Thank you, Linda, from Awesome Insanity Surfers for that drink break. Appreciate her giving me the AI voices. Uh, and thank you to everybody who's been emailing and commenting and tweeting and all those others. Thank you all. I really appreciate your engagement. You know, Pat's been doing a great job. Linda's always doing a great job. You know, Joe's in there somewhere. You know, Jeff's in there somewhere. You know, Mark uh, is taking a break from my show for some reason. But, uh, you know, he's a good friend. I'm not going to get angry at him. He's not. He's not he hasn't uh, retreated back into depleter, uh, you know, uh, mode. You know, that status, depleter status. He's, you know... Anyway, so for all of you that uh, comment and uh, share and retweet and all the things you do, I appreciate it. If you haven't done so far. If you're just one of those people that listen, I really would like you right now to stop listening and comment. Say, "Hey Dave, I'm listening." "Hey Dave, this is Richie. I'm listening." "Hey Dave, this is Joe. I'm li- Hey, you know, if if you haven't yet Participated, you don't have to comment on anything I'm about to talk about for the next 20 minutes. Just say hello. Hey, Dave, this is Bobby from Kalamazoo. Listening this time. I might not listen next time. I didn't listen last time. Uh, whatever. I heard 10 seconds, you're horrible. Whatever. You're not going to hurt my feelings. I just, I'm amazed when I see the numbers on Spreaker and it says 60 listens. Eighty listens, and then Linda turns out to be the only one commenting. Linda's great, and I try to, you know, comment on all whole verse too. Except she doesn't do a talk show; she does a sketch show. So you know, after a half an hour, actually sometimes fifty minutes of sketches, you know, it's hard for me to remember exactly what I heard. She's she's got a very heavy script uh, laden show and all that stuff, but it's funny and it's very creative. Linda, awesome insanity surfers. But I try. I try to comment on a lot of people's podcasts. But the very least, I'll put down good show. If I have really nothing to add, and I think that's what a lot of you are suffering from. When I say suffer, I don't mean like you're ill and you're ailing or whatever, but I think you're afraid to say something as if it's going to sound stupid or it's not, gonna, it's not engaging in the way you think I want you to engage with me. Hey, Dave, great show. That's that's good enough. I mean, yeah, well, I think, well, what was so good about it? I'm curious, what, what was your favorite part? Yeah, there's that. Yes, I, I I don't know if I will respond and ask you those questions. You you could, now that you've heard me talk about that, you could just do it. Hey, Dave, uh, I like episode 138. Uh, my favorite part was, you know, when you say goodbye, whatever, you know. Try to engage. If you haven't yet before, Every couple of episodes, I do this. I just uh, would like you to break through the silence, break through the, you know, whatever it is that's holding you back and just click something. And if you're not listening on Spreaker, if you're on Podbean or Stitcher or Apple Podcasts, listen, you can always go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star uh, rating, five-star rating and review. That'd be nice. The rating is five stars. The review is words. You have to actually write words. So you can write, Great show. Very simple, and I don't care about the effects that you know the the on the um, the, not the analog on the uh, you know not the logistics. You know what I'm trying to say. I don't don't care about the effects that uh, those comments have on um, Apple and all that stuff. I'm I'm not. I just you know just would like you to participate because the numbers are saying I got listeners, and then every show you know Linda comments, uh, Pat my comment and then that's it you know, and everybody else sprinkles in once every five episodes why is that important to you Dave why do you need people uh, you know what it, it, it does make me feel good but Dave you said you do the show for yourself I know i like to, I like to know that you're engaged I would do it for you I would do it for you I would even, you wouldn't even have to ask me twice alright well that's half the show right there there's totally nothing I wanted to talk about all right, so where was I? I went on vacation, folks. I was on vacation for like 10 days or 9 days or something like that. I think from the 16th to like the twenty. That sounds like 7 days. Whatever it is, I went on vacation. I left on a Saturday night. I went to Italy. Yep, I worked Friday. Uh, I got off Saturday morning. And uh, I went to Italy. I went down to JFK, flew on Emirates. Landed in Milan, M I L A Milan. Stayed there for one night, one day, one night. Well, it was two days, one night, whatever. Uh, on the second day, we got the car. We got a rental car, and we drove to uh, Lake Como, Lake Como, uh, C-O-M-O, big, huge lake in northern Italy. Uh, and we stayed there for uh, the rest of the week until the last day of the week, which we came back to Milan Stayed in the same hotel that we stayed in the first day, and then we returned the car, and then we waited uh, for our little Uber guy, or whatever, and he took us to Malpensa International Airport. So, um, I really wanted to do a whole half hour in Italy, but I got bogged down in that other stuff, which is really interesting. I don't know why I did that, but uh, knowing very well I have a half hour to do, and I wanted to talk about Italy, uh, but let me see if I can uh, narrow it down in the next uh, five to ten minutes Um so you fully understand. I'm going to dumb it down. I'm going to dumb down Italy for you. I'm going to dumb it down. Italy is fantastic. What are you looking for on vacation? What are you looking for in an international location? What are you looking for? You're looking for food? You got it. You're looking for nice people? You got it. You're looking for quality food, quality people, quality quality lodging? You got it. You're looking for uh, sights and sounds and smells? You got it. Um, There's a lot of... uh, of all that in Italy, where I went, was a, was small towns all situated around the lake Lake Como. I can't tell you the description of Lake Como how big it is. I will tell you that it's so huge that they actually have ferries. Ferries, you could see the other end of the lake from where you are. I mean, not the longer way, the shore, the like uh, like looking across the Hudson River or the Mississippi or whatever. You can look across and see the, the houses on the hill and. The hotels and all you can see it lit up at night and all that, so it's uh, it's, it's not so much a wide lake as it is a long lake. It's nothing a long lake, Lake Como in northern Italy. Uh, so there's a lot of ferries and uh, they're all moving about constantly, like every 10 15 minutes, something's arriving, something's departing. It's uh, it's a lot of craziness, uh, and there's a lot of towns that uh, are on the border of the lake. Of course, I stayed in Varena at the Olive Hotel Alvedo, which is spelled Olive Do. Olive Dio, Alvedo. The Hotel Alvedo had a nice third floor uh, balcony uh, room view. Whatever, very nice. I'm going to post a video on Dave's Fit Life about it. So, um, yeah, I also have a YouTube channel that I've sort of neglected over the last couple of weeks. It's called Dave's Fit Life, which is like a companion YouTube channel to um, Dumbing It Down With Dave. Uh, not really so much in a, a show-to-show companion, but there are times where, you know, uh, I, I want to show you stuff. So I'll, I'll uh, record it and I'll post it on Dave's Fit Life. So this way you can hear about it and see about it. So we stayed in uh, Verena. After one night and one day or two days in Milan, uh, it was a nice drive. It's an easy drive for the most part. You know, we got lost once or twice, but, uh, you know, we just made a U-turn and came right back. It was no big deal. Traffic wasn't uh, bad at all, and uh, where we were. uh, We went to Verena, and then uh, we took the ferry to uh, the neighboring towns like Milagio, Milagio, Milagio. There was a ferry lady. We called her the Ferry Lady, my wife and I, who uh, worked the ferry ticket counter and all that stuff in Varenna. And uh, every time uh, she would make an announcement on the PA system about the ferry, uh, she might say she would say something like "Mela." She would, you know, doing it in Italian that the next crew, the next uh, ferry is blah blah blah. And then she'd say Melagio only Melagio Melagio. So I found that very entertaining. I think I love the fact that she said only, and that's not in Italian, that's English. And uh, I found it interesting that she would do that. She, she'd do that all day long, because as long as we were in the hotel room, she would be announcing all the ferries. And she would change it, like she'd go, because you know, a different ferry come in, she'd go, Bellagio, only Bellagio. Cana, oh, no, uh, yeah, Bellagio, that's pretty much uh, Canadobia, I don't know I don't know if she announced Canadobia like that, but Bellagio and Bellagio was always entertaining for me, and I would mimic her the entire vacation, um, so anyway, so we did, yes, yeah, like I said, we did uh, Verena, Milan, Verena, Bellagio, Bellagio, and we also did Canadobia, and we also went to Como, at the bottom and the bottom, the very bottom of Lake Como. ...is actually a town called Como... ...which is not as big as Milan... ...but it is very city ...and, uh, you know, restaurants and streets... ...and all this other stuff... ...traffic lights, La Policia... ...and all the good stuff... ...and... Um, uh, ...crowded... Uh, ...very market-like... ...you know, they have uh, this... ...sort of... Uh, ...strange market deal... Uh, ...that my wife uh, was not interested in attending... But, uh, like, all these vans, like, hundreds of vans, it seemed like, surround, like, the, the like they form like a square in the center of town. Uh, huge, like, really huge. All these vans with awnings, these Sprinter vans, and the selling schmokters, you know, with the... Silk is a big deal where I was. I think Silk was, like, the number one deal where we were. Uh, by the way, if you hear this noise of air, it's gotten really hot in my in my uh, Kia, and I don't know if the AC is working, I mean, I know it's not working, because I'm sweating, so it's not working, uh, so that's why I had that on, so it's probably just gotten really loud in here, uh, so anyway, we had a very good time, the beautiful, the weather was beautiful, every day they threatened thunderstorms, but it never came through except for one night, while we were sleeping, like two or three in the morning, I should have recorded it, but I didn't, uh, so if you want go to uh day uh dumbing it down with dave uh maybe even dave's fit life and i'll post pictures and maybe some videos on youtube and stuff like that so there's a lot of stuff to see Italy. it's a beautiful place i can't wait to go back i would have loved to have stayed and we got a job there whatever um the women were beautiful The, the men were you know you know good looking if you're into that sort of thing the food was fantastic um Fashion sense was definitely, uh, you know, appropriate. Um, my wife and I had a very good time. We also took a, a drive to Switzerland. Uh, that was nice also. And uh, we flew Emirates Airlines. That was nice. A little expensive. I had booked the flight. Not booked it, but I had found the flight on my own. And then we ended up going to this travel agent for some reason. I can't remember why. And then she said... Um, something about booking a flight for us. And I said, well, I have this flight. She <laughs> said, I probably could do better. And I think she did better as far as airline, but uh, she, the ticket got more expensive. And um, I wasn't happy about that. So, uh, but that's the way it goes. Oh, So... Before I go on about Italy, and uh, and we also went to Switzerland, by the way. So, it's very affordable. I guess I will go on. Uh, It's very affordable. Not cheap, cheap, cheap. Just affordable. And understand that uh, you're getting quality. Whether it's food, whether it's service, a hotel, whatever. Uh, Italians are very big into quality. I mean, I I don't want to paint a broad stroke... Like, oh, all Italians. But the the hotel rooms that we stayed in were clean. Uh, they had a lot of nice um, little things that were different from American hotels. Maybe I'll talk about it in a different episode. But um, their their creativity, their ingenuity, and their dedication to service and all that stuff, uh, the, the way they prepared food, uh, so many things I can go on and on. They did a very good job. We had a really great time, my wife and I. Um So if you want to go to Italy, uh, give me a call. (laughs) I'll give you some advice about how to make some good decisions and how to feel less uncomfortable if you haven't been there yet and it's your first time. Anyway, but I'm not a travel agent. Um, So I could be wrong. That's a disclaimer. (laughs) Can you imagine Expedia or Kayak going, yeah, blah, 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 cheap prices. But, you know, we might be wrong. So, you know. Anyway, uh, I'm burying the lead. So one of the reasons why we went to uh, Italy was to uh, really see this dog named Ice. For those of you who have Netflix, there's a series called Dogs on Netflix. It's not animated. It's a live show. And one of the shows was called Ice. It was all about this fisherman's dog named Ice. And uh, I thought the dog was so cute. And then I loved the town, San Giovanni. That's one of the towns that we went to. It's just just south of Bellagio. It's a walk. You can actually walk from Bellagio to San Giovanni. I'll post some pictures in the Dumbing It Down with Dave Facebook group. Uh, I think I'm going to do it on the group, not on the page. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with these things, with the groups and the pages and the likes and whatever. But I'm going to post something somewhere. You'll see it. So look for uh, these pictures on... Um, dumbing it down with Dave on Facebook um, so we went to we that was part of the reason the other part of the reason is well my wife and I never had a honeymoon we never really had a honeymoon in 32 years we never we never had the money for a honeymoon uh, I never got her an engagement ring I, uh, she shopped for the wedding ring and then we put her on a credit card and that was it I didn't I didn't even get the wedding ring for her but I uh, paid for it as much as I pay for everything in this relationship over the last 32 years, but I never uh, did it on my own. She wanted, she had mentioned to me a couple years ago that she kind of felt a little cheated, you know, she, a little gypped. She would like me to get her an engagement ring on my own and all that. And I was like, oh, I'm not a jewelry guy, folks. I walk in, I walk by a jewelry store, I already start getting the heebie-jeebies. Too many glittery things, too many, too many shiny objects. I don't know what the hell I'm looking at. They all look the same to me. One, one piece of jewelry more hideous than the other. But that's my prejudice. That's my bias. Oh, it's so hot in this car. I can't believe the AC's not working. Anyway, so uh, I got her a ring. And uh, we went to San Giovanni. And uh, I proposed to her. I, we got re-engaged. She didn't know. It was a surprise. I hired a photographer. This lady at this restaurant knew, Rosie. She knew I was doing this. And she helped out a little bit. The photographer was great, Christina. Maybe I'll post a picture or two. Probably not, because my wife too, probably she doesn't appreciate having a picture on Facebook. So, whatever. And uh, she was excited. She was surprised. She cried a little bit. She laughed a little bit. It was a fascinating moment. I don't have it on film, but I do have I mean, as far as video, which, I don't know why I didn't pay for that, too. But uh, I do have it on camera. So, anyway, you can pretty much get the gist from the pictures on the camera, what's going on. And I think uh, I did ask her to marry me again. And I think she might have said yes. Uh, I, I mean, if she said no, then I didn't hear it. And for some whatever reason, she's still living in my house. And she needs to vacate by 3 o'clock. But I think she did say yes. So, anyway, I didn't mean to bury the lead there, but... Uh, that's what I did. That was one of the reasons why we wanted to go to Italy, so we can have a honeymoon, and then I could propose to her. We could see Ice, the dog. We could eat at the restaurant that's uh, owned and run by the fisherman, Alessandro. Alessandro is uh, uh, Ice's uh, father. The owner, Rosie, is the mother. And, you know, we wanted to eat there, and we did. We, we had a lot of fish over the vacation, a lot of fish, a lot of fish from the lake. That's why he's a fisherman, Alessandro. He fishes in that lake. So anyway, I do recommend Italy, and there's so many, so many more things to talk about in Italy. There's the people, you know, their people versus our people, their transportation versus ours, their technology versus ours. There's just a lot of interesting, it doesn't all have to be verse, but it's just, you know, all very interesting stuff. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode number 139. I know I babbled on a lot the first 15 minutes, but um, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for your support. Uh, you guys are really important to me. I really appreciate it. Everyone ready? Ready, yes, sure. Uh Good. I will start. Goodbye. Good day. Good night. Good luck. Good riddance. Godspeed. Good rats. And great skills. Good lord, Emma. No, Harry. That would be nine. One too many. Bye.